Welcome to Gone Fishing, a show diving into the cybersecurity threats that surround our highly connected lives. Every human is different. Every person has unique vulnerabilities that expose them to potentially successful social engineering. On this show, we'll discuss human vulnerability and how it relates to unique individuals. I'm Connor Swalm, CEO of FinSecurity, and welcome to Gone Fishing. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Gone Fishing. I'm your host, Connor, CEO at Finn, and I'm joined once again by the amazing Jimmy Hassel, CEO and co-founder of Hats AI. Jimmy, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, Connor. Really appreciate it. Glad to another, be here. Another, another day of fishing. Another day of fishing. Uh, we're here to talk about the future of AI. Um, we talked about AI safety, like AI security, not security tools using AI, but how do you actually secure not only the data going in, but then the things that the LLM that you're training or the tool that you're using can actually put back out to the person who, who's asking for information. Um, where does this all go in the future? What What is AI going to look like? I don't know. I'm asking you to look into a crystal ball. Yeah, no, no, I can, I can, I can, uh, it's my job to bet on the future. So I don't know, I might be wrong, but you can, you can hear my take. Uh, I think in the short term now it's going to be AI applications. And this is like systems of engagement is the way I like to think of it. So that's like Microsoft Copilot, like our initial product suite at Hats AI, it's existing, um, products adding on an AI component, like, you know, open table has an AI, like what does their AI do? I don't know. They're like, everybody's figuring out how to do it. So that's, I think that's like the next 12 months is, is really that like evolution. After that, I think it's going to move into um, systems of record. And the reason for that is people are going to want better results because they're going to start using these things. And that's where you're going to uh, be a focus on, on training and data sets. So let's say, Connor, in your business, uh, you have, uh, you know, tons of IP on what is good phishing email, what is bad, detecting this, blah, 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 blah. So maybe you have uh, a data set that's specific on um, uh, spoofing brands. Maybe you have a data set that's specific on uh, doing something else. So you can run training models uh, on all of these things, right? You can do one big training model or you can do lots of small training models and it's very expensive to do these. So all of a sudden you have business decisions to make. Like what's the what is the output I get from this? And, um, you know, do I, do I want to invest this money to do this and invest this time to get the data ready for AI? And uh, then, you know, say you do all of this on Llama 2 because, you know, you want to host internally, you're super concerned about security, and then Llama 3 comes out, and then GPT-5 comes out, and then GPT-6 comes out, and you're like, I got to go run these training models again. So, like, there's going to be a whole set of decisions every business needs to make on, um, you know, getting your data ready. What are your data sets? How do you want to train models? Do you want to train? What like do you want to really have have small models that are really uh, efficient, can run on local hardware that are uh, very simple? Um, do you want to have a big one that's expensive to run that that can answer any question about your entire business and augment employees? So I think that like. 2025, 2026, 2027 is going to be this kind of blowing up for small businesses. Uh, in the meantime, I think that uh, AI voice and um, AI voice and chat is going to get good enough that in programmable environments or scripted environments, it's nearly indistinguishable from a human being. 
So what I mean by that is you call a call center or you, you chat with an online agent um, it, where a lot of the answers are the same. It's not like a normal like conversation. Um, you won't really be able to tell between a human and a computer. Uh, and it, to some extent, this is already true with chat, but voice, it's a whole uh, other animal where you can still kind of tell when it's an AI voice, but like the, the, the newer things that are going to come out over the next year, I think it's, we're going to hit that place. And then three, five years out, we're going to hit that place with video too, uh, where it, it can hold conversations with people, uh, and it's harder and harder and harder to tell. And then you're going to run into problems like, okay, do we have humans reading the news at night and getting paid or do we have AIs doing it? Do we have humans interacting with people or do we have AIs doing it? Um, so like all that stuff's going to come way faster than people think uh, or anyone's ready for. That makes a ton of sense. It's usually how technology seems to uh, advance it's faster than we believe. Uh, once the lay people like me are able to access technology that I have no idea about, that's <laughs> when you start to learn. Um, you, you're you're from the MSP space. I'm currently in the MSP space. How do MSPs currently use AI, if at all? Um, I think MSPs are experimenting with it. I think every help desk uh, has some tech typing in like every question they get into ChatGPT and copying and pasting it. And um, many uh, there's there's lots of great companies working on uh, integrating AI inside MSP businesses. So like the the problem statement is usually. Uh, solving interactions with customers and, and solving, you know, think either doing customer service a lot better um, or um, uh, solving tickets like faster or automatically, you know, somebody needs a whatever thing happen and the AI goes and, and does it automatically for you. Uh, and I think that stuff's going to get way better uh, over the next couple of years. Um, you know, I, I think nobody's really in the business yet of, of serving their end users with AI. I think like Microsoft Copilot is one of the first things uh, that just came out at a time of recording. And I know it's like the most bought service ever already in like the first 24 hours. Um, so, you know, that's, that's going to be interesting. And, and that's like the, the industry that I'm in and serving end users uh, with AI services and products. And I'm trying to build a whole suite on uh, products that they can sell. So I think now it's like we're we're like we haven't even hit the like we're not even at the tip of the iceberg yet like we're we're uh, we're some water being um, you know evaporated into the clouds that will then be rained down and then join the iceberg like in the future and and <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know if that was good or not. <laughs> For those of you listening, now we all understand the water cycle as told yeah. by Jimmy Hansel. Well, no, I probably said some like definitions wrong. There's probably some term that you know that I don't on on like what what it, what it is. I don't know, but I'm speaking. I, I get it. It's like you know, in the the whole idiom of like only well, actually, ten percent of an iceberg is above the water. You don't know what's the other ninety percent looks like. You're like, we're not even down the ten percent yet. We're not yeah, even yeah. dying. We're at the. We just stepped foot on the iceberg, and we could see just exactly what our footprint did. It's like all right, but there's a, a lot left to be discovered yeah well well said yeah it's like i view it as you're extending a human's ability to make decisions if you think about what really capable people really technical technically capable people do in businesses today you interpret more information than an average individual uh, and then you use that to make what you believe to be a good decision that leads to the outcome you want what does ai do give me all the information and then ask me to do something or ask me what i think about it it's like essentially you're able to combine at this point the knowledge of 
millions, if not billions of people, right? Whatever's publicly available online, train an almost human-like thing to uh, ask the questions and say, what should I do? And it's leveraging billions of people's worth of information in order to make that decision, albeit a little bit less intelligently than humans at this point, but still incredibly uh, intelligent. Yeah. No, I mean, we're at the augment stage, but we're going to get to the replace stage pretty soon. At some point. Yeah. That makes sense. How, um, how do you think this affects MSPs? A question, I wonder if it keeps some MSP owners up at night. Is like, does AI just replace the need for them? And let me clarify that. MSPs provide security and IT infrastructure largely because of how difficult that is for a person who doesn't understand it to, to do for their own business. Does a well-crafted set of AI prompts just allow a business owner to deploy more of their own technology and security moving forward? Uh, you can do more with less. So if your business had maybe 20 level ones and you know 10 engineers and level twos, um, you're looking more at like 10xing the number of clients you can serve. Um, with just 20 level twos and, and no level ones or, or one or two that, you know, takes escalations when the AI starts messing up. So like it's, it's going to take away like a lot of the, the simple tasks or common tasks and, and make them uh, a lot solved a lot faster. So it, MSPs are, they're in the security business, they're in the IT business, they're in the whatever business. They're actually in the business of solving technical problems for small businesses and medium-sized businesses. And AI is a new technology problem that they'll be able to serve and solve. So I don't think the MSP industry is going anywhere. I don't think that they need to be worried. I think they're going to grow from this. I don't think that they're going to get taken over by an AI IT support agent. Can we expect to see new lines of businesses, like new lines of business that from an MSP? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think we're just getting started. You got prompt engineering, you got data readiness, you got hardware around AI, you got managed services uh, on managing all the AIs, you got advisory services on, you know, what different types of AIs to use, all the different technologies. I mean, there's just tons there and we're just getting started on. I guess this is like a, uh, MSPs by PSA consultants because of how sprawling and complicated that use case can be to work with them, right? Now you'll buy AI consulting to work with, again, what is now a very sprawling and complicated use case, specifically yeah. if you implement it across all your clients. Or you'll partner with an AI as a service company. <laughs> Wish we had one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. Like, do you view this, uh, you know, a, a story that's been told that I guess I, I believe in part, and what a lot of the industry believes is like in the 90s and early and early thousands, there was this transition away from break fix to managed service. And then we just went through and are still going through this transition from just managed services to also including security services. Do you view this as like another transition? It's like those that do not adopt providing AI services are going to fall behind? The short answer is yes. And I think we need a whole other episode to discuss the intricacies on this and, and why and all of that. I mean, I think that there's this is different than past mega trends. If you had a few minutes to say why it's different, why is it different? Because so movement to cloud, right? That was that was one of the catalysts that did a lot of the accelerant from break fix to managed services. It, um, it took a long time for a lot of people. Um, because people didn't really see why they needed it. Like it's kind of this abstract thing you need to explain. 
Uh, security took a long time, right, to to get in that business. Maybe five, ten years to get to where we are now, from where people started asking questions about security to it being fifty percent of their IT spend. AI is going to happen super fast, and the reason for that is it is it was hard to sell movement to cloud. It is hard. I've been selling security for the past ten years. It's hard to do. It's hard to do. It's abstract. It's like selling insurance. People aren't sure they need it. They're buying it for the first time. AI is magic. It's magic. They're looking at it, type and do this work that used to take them five hours to do. It's happening right in front of their eyes in 20 seconds. People are going to buy that. (laughs) So I think that that is going to cause a massive acceleration way faster than anyone's ready for. And it's just not even comparable. There's analysts and all this stuff, whoever they'll say, however long it is. I don't know. If you've never tried to sell a small business cybersecurity before, I don't care about your opinion on, try, on how long it'll take them to adopt AI because you've never been in that meeting trying to explain to them what a hacker is and why they need protections for ransomware. Yeah. It's, just, it's just not how people buy software. You can't follow the trends of the past. Like People are emotional. They, they like to see things and touch things and feel things. And AI is a show, don't tell. We're security, movement to cloud, break fix to managed services. This was all a tell, don't show. Yeah, it was all, uh, you need to trust us that having a server in your back room is less secure than, pr- you know, putting it in the yeah. cloud up here, yeah. which is another way of saying somebody else's server in a basement somewhere else. Yeah, and you need to pay me all this money to do it versus, hey, like, you know, your your people are doing 10 widgets a day now. Oh, now they can do 20 widgets if you buy this thing from me. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm oversimplifying it. There's a lot of expertise you need to get to there, but that's that's really what we're going to be selling. What MSBs are going to be selling? But the, yeah, you're you're selling the force multiplier. It's like, hey, when this is properly enabled, instead of having four support techs, you know, now you have two. And with those other two, maybe you have them be level ones or level twos, and you have them go do other things, or you build a leaner staff with less overhead. Yeah, it's magic. You're selling magic. For folks who wanted to connect with you or connect with uh, Hats to learn a little bit about it, where would you suggest they go? Just ask your nearest AI what Hats AI is, and hopefully it'll tell you to go to our website. If not, correct it and say, actually, their website is HATZ.AI. So that way, in all the future trading models will come up. So there's my plug to get uh, Hats AI uh, properly SEO'd for LLMs. That's actually interesting. If uh, if anyone listening to this, if you do that, <laughs> Um, please DM me the response uh, on LinkedIn, Connor-Swalm, C-O-N-N-O-R-S-W-A-L-M. And I would love to see what that is. I'll share it with you when I get it. Okay. Okay, great. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks for thanks for chatting with us. Thanks for opening our minds to the future of AI. And I don't understand it, but uh, maybe I'll get there one day. You know? I'll see All the right. magic in front of my Appreciate great. it. But thanks, my everyone. Pleasure. Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find out more about creating high-quality security awareness training campaigns that engage employees and change their habits, then check out FinSecurity at phinsec.io or click the link in our show notes. Thanks for fishing with me. See you next time.